Hey guys, how you guys doing? It's your girl Maya G and today's virtual agility podcast is gonna be a conversation between me and your boy, your brother with an open heart, Victor Jr. Yes, today we're gonna be talking about surviving depression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you could be going to depression and don't even know it. Um, and you know, today I wanted to have an open heart conversation with you all about depression. Um, some people could be going through depression right now and not, not even aware that they're going to depression and, and our hearts goes out to them. So, you know, I made an observation earlier this week that, you know, just reflecting, I've been focusing on meditation very heavily, uh, meditating a little bit longer than I usually do. Um, and what I realized is that I think I'm just coming out of depression. Have you dealt with depression personally, Victor? And what kind of feedback you want to talk about today? Definitely have dealt with depression and at times still deal with it here and there. I've been on medication, though, for the last six and a half years, which is an antidepressant. I've decided to wing off of that medication. And before I even found out that I was depressed, I didn't realize that I had no oomph for life. I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do simple things like even do the dishes. I wanted to eat like crazy, (laughs) but I didn't want to do simple things. I didn't even want to take a shower sometimes or even brush my teeth, which is disgusting, I know, but that's how I felt. I didn't want to even do that because I could have cared less about myself. That was depression. At what point did you realize that you were actually depressed? I mean, before the medications. I didn't realize it until my doctor told me about it. She, they had a questionnaire that, uh, you know, I said, I'm going to answer it honestly. And and I did. And, and I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything for myself in life. And she discussed with me that she felt that I was depressed. I saw a counselor and then the counselor put me on these antidepressants. And I was on a lowest dose when I started. And up until recently, I've been on now the highest dose of the antidepressant. The highest dose I've been on for the last four and a half years. So it's been a long, long time. However, now as they lower my dose, it takes a month, maybe a little bit more than a month to actually get weaned off of that medication. Your brain becomes so dependent on that that you need it to function. And when you miss even one dose within an hour, you start to get these brain zaps. You start to feel very awful. You feel ugly. You start to feel sick. And when I had felt that several times, I decided that I need to get off of this medication because I'm too dependent on that. I I feel nasty when I don't take it. I have to take it. Now going through the process of getting weaned off of that medication, I'm going through that all over again. So I'll feel instead of just an hour or two, I'm feeling like a week at a time to where I'm just very weak. I just feel awful. My mind doesn't function properly. I don't want to do anything. Um, I don't even want to clean the house or anything, but that's the process. So I've also been meditating more. 
and I've been doing 15 minute minute meditations um, and just focusing on where I'm at, how far I've come in life and being proud of who I've become today, what I'm accomplishing. And it has a lot to do with your mindset as well. Saying, look, I've survived this much. I can survive longer. I can do more for myself. And that's balancing your own mentality through that process so that you don't, again, become depressed. Yeah, a very, very good point. You know, the um, I think the, the one thing, the key factor for me that I was able to um, recognize that I was depressed was when I stopped taking care of my car. Now, I love my electronics, all of them, my cameras, my car, like anything that's electronic. You know, I'm a big gadget person. And I realized that when I stopped caring about them, you know, some people say, well, maybe, you know, you just evolved. Nah, I'm like a gadget freak, right? Um, I would still kind of show up for the relationship, show up for work, do my best. But I would have these times where I would just sit there and blank space and hours will go by. And, I, and I'm not doing anything. I don't feel like doing anything. I'm not motivated to do anything. Um, you know, I, you know, I'll take showers cause I love to take showers. I love to be clean, but I don't really care about my, you know, doing anything with my hair. As long as it's not breaking off, I'm good. Like it, it was just so it's crazy. And, you know, you go through, you know, when you go out, you still look good. You still do what you got to do, you know, but you don't realize you're depressed because you're sitting there, you're trying to, um, you're trying to, you know, just manage basic basic activities, you know, like just basically getting up brushing your teeth well, and you well, kind of have to like negotiate with it. You hide that depression too. Oh yeah. When oh, you're yeah. around others. So of you course. become something different because you don't want people to know how you're feeling. You don't want people to notice that you're feeling that way because you're trying to make yourself look like something else, but you might not even realize that you're doing it. Yeah. You're in full depression mode. Don't even know you're depressed. A lot of people you know, depend on you. you can't manifest when you're depressed. Nope. And and if you do, it's the minimal of manifestation. It's not much. So the reason I wanted to have this conversation today was because, you know, not being in that state anymore and to know that, you know, my co-host friend alongside me is getting off medication to become normal again. So he's going through his own you know, challenges, you know, and even if it, he doesn't come off completely, but at least at a lowest dosage, he's able to manage life again, you know? So I wanted to have this conversation to kind of reach out to everybody out there that may be going through the same thing because depression is not cool. You know what I mean? And it's like, when it comes to these conversations, they're so uncomfortable that most of us don't even know how to engage in them because they're so un um, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So so you're like, well, you know, I really don't want to talk about it. But then you're feeling suicidal. Mm -hmm. You feel like you don't care. You're eating everything. You, you're snapping every, every little thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and another thing that people don't realize is that um, depression can cause stress-related symptoms, mm -hmm. not to exclude anxiety, panic attack, fear for no reason, heart palpitation, 
Stop your blood from circulating properly to your brain. And that's where that brain zapping is coming from because your brain is not getting enough flow, enough oxygen, enough blood. So then your brain is not functioning properly. Your legs are not working properly. Your back always hurt. Your ne I mean, the list goes on and depression can definitely put you into early grave. And that's why doctors will start prescribing you all these medications because they need to give you an antidepressant. They need to give you something for your high blood pressure. They need to give you something for your anxiety. They need it. So then you start getting medicated and there's nothing wrong with choosing to get medicated. However, to become dependent on that medication personally, I feel that that's the wrong thing for myself in my life. So I've made a decision to start to wean off of that medication so that the other medications that I'm taking medication for blood, high blood pressure, I'm taking medication for my heart, the antidepressants. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's, there's consequences with all of those, um, you know, mixing. So, you know, we'll have to talk about some detox because definitely going to need that. But, right. you know, I think, I think that, you know, doctors are supposed to do what doctors do, which is give you medication when you come to them with a problem. But every medication that you get on has its own, um, you know, uh, cons because yes. they all have their pros and cons. Right. So when you get on a medication to me, it's like anything in life. I don't think anything should be permanent. You get on there just so you can kind of manage it. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you start talking to a therapist to start managing, because a lot of depression, you it usually and generally come from one thing and that's from feeling that you're not enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. And by not feeling, by not feeling that you're enough, you have that people pleasing um, symptoms so you're always pleasing other people, not pleasing yourself. Then you end into depression. And then now you start feeling guilty for not, you know, being able to please other people. So now it's like a big old spiral. Now, depending on how healthy your brain is, you know, you may be, you may be able to, you know, shake that stuff off with just, you know, going to a therapist or something like that. But most of it has to be healed through childhood wounds, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of the, the pre I mean, I, I want to say at least 70% of America is walking around here depressed, if not more. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with inadequate um, emotions from childhood. As I'm getting off of my antidepressants, I started to write down key points of what was making me depressed and what is it, where did it come from? how I've dealt with it and how I'm currently dealing with this. Those key points are recognizing. How many points? Four. Recognizing. Mm -hmm. We're recognizing the incident, the experience, um, whatever it was that, that's created this depression. Point number two. The number two is accepting it. Accepting that it, it what has happened has happened. It's done. There's nothing you could do to go back and change anything at all. And number three, number three is forgiving, forgiving, whatever it was, even if it was yourself, that forgiveness, forgiving yourself for holding on to it. And number four, before you go to four, I want to talk about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is really not for the other people or the other person. No, Forgi forgiveness is always for yourself. Cause yep. let me tell you something. Nobody's losing sleep on the pain they caused you. Mm -hmm. I promise you, no matter how much somebody loves you, they're not losing right. sleep you know, for what, whatever the damage you've done to you. So when you forgive other people, you opened up your spirit, you open up your space, you open up your vibration to mm -hmm. elevate, to give yourself an opportunity to grow and heal and, and, and 
at that point, create better experiences in on this life journey. So when you when you you know hung up on, I can't forgive this. My 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 person did that. My uh, my uncle did this. My brother did that. My stepfather did this. My mama did that. When you holding on to that, let me just tell you, all you're doing is stopping your blessing from coming to you. So forgiveness can definitely help you heal your de depression. Number that's four. right. And thank you for bringing more clarity to that because that's very, very important to be clear on. And number four is your willingness, your willingness to forgive, recognize and release. So Victor covered the four, um, the four steps that he recognizes to be one of the main key points to healing um, depression. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I have about just two. One is um, recognizing it because, like I said earlier on the show, it's hard to even know that you're depressed. Once you stop caring about the things that you care about, you know, the, the positive things, you're shutting away from people who care about you. You're not attending to your relationship or your kids. That's a big sign that you're depressed. And um, number two, number two is when you find yourself being anxious for no reason, chances are you are depressed. Now, we will do a separate podcast talking about anxiety. Anxiety is my baby. I, I love I love figuring out anxiety and um, there's really no real medication for anxiety. They have, you know, different uh, things to help you calm down, all this other stuff. But I think I found a couple of hacks that I want to talk about on our next show, which is going to be focusing on anxiety. So today on depression, guys, one thing I want to leave you with is to talk to someone. You know, I, I'm not going to tell you don't talk to your pastor or don't talk to your best friend, but my personal advice would be to go see a specialist, an emotion specialist, a therapist, a psychologist, someone that can help you understand how the mind works. Mm -hmm. And you'd be amazed by the things that they will say to you. And all of a sudden, something comes up in your yeah. brain that you buried for a long time. And yep. once you have that conversation, it will start the healing process. I can't say that you'll never be depressed again, but the severity of the depression, that groove that it causes in your brain, once you start healing it, the groove will become less deep and less deep. Yeah. And before you know it, you know, things that used to take, you know, years for you to get over, you're over it in, in a second. I hear even hypnosis helps people. Hypnosis helps, definitely helps. You know, I, that's another personal baby of mine. I wasn't going to talk about hypnosis today, but that's another baby of mine. But before I take you to hypnosis, what I will say is seek counsel, right? Once you seek counsel and you're able, because what hypnosis will do is it will unbury some things that you forgot. Then it will start bringing it into your reality. Now, if you're not trained to handle this stuff, you could mm. actually end up in a bigger situation. So oh, for wow. me, I would recommend that you talk to a specialist first because hypnosis is weird. Like, let's say you you want to try to get over a relationship. Uh -huh. Hypnosis will start bringing up things. And if you forgot that you asked that question when you went into hypnotherapy, uh -huh you're just going to be completely confused. Uh, so yeah, I want to do a show just on hypno, hypno, hypnotherapy and how it works. 
and how we can actually help you heal some of your wounds. That makes sense. So wow. <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, it's it's very deep. That's why I didn't, that's why I even want to mention it. But yeah, hypnosis can definitely help with depression. I, I don't discourage you to get you know to not take medication, but I do encourage you to try to speak to specialists. Mm -hmm. You know, some people they go to therapy as like as often they get their hair done. It's part mm -hmm. of their ritual, you know. Um, and if you need that, so be it. You do what you need to do. But, you know, being on medication, it, it takes a toll on your kidneys, on your liver. And it's just yeah. it's just not good for All you. All so, that. So I'm very, very happy that you were able to share with that um, with us. Um, you have anything else? What I want to leave you with is who you are as an individual out of all the billions of people in this world. You are the only you. And you no sure? one, I, I, I think, I, you know, <laughs> I think they, you know, God thought I was so amazing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he replicated, he replicated you. Me. Yeah, he only ahead. replicated you as an angel in heaven. Yes, I there love it. Go. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so you are the only you, and don't expect anybody to fully understand you. Respect the fact that you do need somebody to talk to. And it's okay to go and talk to somebody to get that release off of you, no matter who it is. But as Maya said, a professional person in the field of psychology along those lines is the best because they're dealing with people that are dealing with what you're dealing with or you're going through. So be strong and remember who you are. All right. On that note, you are enough. Go ahead and click subscribe, share this podcast with everybody you know. If you know anyone who's suffering from depression, our loves and prayers goes out to them. Um, mm -hmm. Guys, until next time, it's your girl, Maya G. With your boy, your brother with an open heart, Victor Jr. Thank you for stopping in and listening to Spiritual Agility Podcast. Peace. Bye.